Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Silwan here coming to you on a Monday for your eyes wide and bright. Are you filled with hope today? A friend of mine on a Facebook comment talked about how a recent death had made her more reflective and contemplative on life. And of course, my first reaction is, well, how true? When somebody you love dies, someone close to you dies, it makes you think about life. How am I living? What am I doing with this day? What have I done with my life? What will be in my head when I'm on my deathbed if I don't go suddenly and I have time to think about life slipping away? And as I contemplated that myself, I began to wonder why does so often it take death to motivate us to examine our lives and in that moment commit ourselves to living deeply if only for a moment. And then what often happens, the noise of life, of our day, of this steamroller of to-dos, takes us away from that and we get out of the moment. Even though that death draws us near to the things that are important, makes us think about the things that are important, life itself kind of takes us away from it. No, there are many ways to kind of keep your head in the center of a contemplative life, focused on the things that matter, your spirituality, your relationship with God, your family, your friends, the things that you want to get done to define yourself and your life by as you grow older. But here's a, a saying that I've always found very poignant from a Russian priest from many years ago goes like this. Childlikeness is lost in life and recovered in holiness. Childlikeness is lost in life and recovered in holiness. You know, in the innocence of childhood, unless our mind is polluted, which in today's world is easy to do, especially if you sit your kid in front of an iPad and then go have a latte while they have colors flashing in their eyes. But in general, you know, my, my visions of what a perfect childhood is, is a child outside in nature, wondering at butterflies flying around and this blue sky and the trees and thinking about life. And I remember those moments when I was a kid and that was life. Life just became so simple and so focused. And then as we grow older, it gets more and more complicated, which is why you parents listening, you want to keep your children's lives as simple as possible for as long as possible, because it is within those simple parameters that they will learn to develop their imagination and their sense of wonder, and they won't rely on other things to feed it. And the longer you can hold on to that and to keep that, the bigger your possibilities will grow. The bigger the expanse inside you where you allow wonder to grow. 
But then is what happens to most of us. Life intrudes, busyness intrudes, flashy things, dark things, despairing things, evil things, disappointment, all those things kind of strip that childhood and that innocence away. And we think we can't get it back. We think we can't get it back, but you can, because in a sense, that's the essence of holiness. It's, it's coming to God as a child. It's getting down on your knees. It's getting rid of the distractions. In a sense, it's becoming like that child again in nature, that to somebody caught up in technology and the world and clothes and jobs and bills, they look at that child and they think, oh, that, look at that nice little child walking around in the grass. But see to that child walking in the, around into the grass. It's big and it's full of possibilities. But that's exactly where we need to go. That's exactly where we need to go if we're going to live every day focused on the important things, not just waiting for someone to die and going, oh, I better think about it now. From Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. So much of what we're taught as we grow older in life takes us away from that lowly position that leads to life. We think that what is important is how much money I have in the bank. We think that what is important is being the best, being recognized as being the best, being the prettiest, being the most popular, having the most likes. And the more you pursue those things, it doesn't mean you can't enter the kingdom of heaven and it doesn't mean you can't Learn to be what it's like to be lowly like that child, but it sure makes it harder and it takes you a little bit further away. And then ultimately, if the measure of your life is those things, you might never get there. You might never get there. To be great in God's eyes is to be humble. And to be humble is to take your eyes away from the things that we tend to judge ourselves by. Looks, popularity, bank account. And to judge ourselves in one way. How do we approach God? How do we approach other people? Is it in humility? Is it on our knees? Is it trying to serve? Is it asking God what he wants for our lives? Is it being focused on the things that matter as I talk about on this show day after day? You know, I could almost say instead of focus on the things that matter, I could say, be like a little kid. (laughs) Although some little kids are naughty (laughs) and some little kids, sadly, get infected by the world at a young age and it steals them of their childhood and there might be no greater tragedy in life because when you meet someone that that has happened to, it is almost like there's a little kid inside him fighting to get out that never got to wonder, that never got to experience joy and it makes it that much harder to get back to. But that is exactly, that is exactly where you want to go. And it might not seem like it, but when somebody dies, in a sense, that's where we go. Life gets simple. Life gets focused. Life gets humbled because we realize, man, all this is going to be gone in an instant. In an instant, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be old. And my friends are going to be dead. And maybe I'm going to be lonely. And I'm going to look back on life and I'm going to wonder that I focus on the things that mattered. In the same way, a child, not yet stained by the world, can just walk out in a yard and 
feel its bare feet on grass and just think, oh, this is it. This is nature. This is wonder. There's so much ahead of me. Might be the closest many of us ever come to God is in those moments when we're young and those moments of innocence. But you, but you can ask for it. You can search for it by humbling yourself, by getting down on your knees. That might be a good thing to do today. Just humble yourself. Maybe just get down on your knees and say, God, what do I do? I'm lost. I don't know where I'm going. Make me a kid again. Make me see life as a kid again. Fill me with wonder as a kid again. Let me make the most of this day and the coming days as a child would. And maybe you'll feel that little flame, that little sparkle in your heart. And if you do, my friend, you will aim higher because you'll be aiming at the Almighty with your wings spread like an angel. That's how I imagine a little kid would think about it, don't you think? My wings spread like an angel. And keep your eyes on the things that matter, the blue skies, the gifts that God has given us, our loved ones, our family, our friends, our community. And in that moment, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you will find peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green. Smell the good.